This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board, representing America's clean diesel replacement fuels. Learn more at bettercleanernow.com. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Government payments may be playing a big role in farm income this year, but improved yields and prices are also padding producer pockets. Gary Schnitke is an economist with University of Illinois Extension. He says boosts in production and a second round of the coronavirus food assistance program are both factors in a better farm income picture. Incomes look better uh, than, than, than they did earlier the year. CFAP payments are important, obviously, but uh, those yields, getting higher yields at the same time as higher prices than we thought we were going to have, is, uh, is going to make incomes look better this year than we thought in July. He says strong production in many parts of the country is also being aided by improving prices. We typically see higher prices in Illinois than the U.S. average. So we're now using $3.55 for corn and nine thirty for soybeans for 2020. Um, that is obviously up considerably from a month ago. And the Duraco storm in Iowa, as well as hot, dry weather, contributed to that, as well as a continued strong export demand, particularly to China. Earlier this year, USDA's Economic Research Service projected government payments would increase 65% this year to levels that were three times higher than what farmers received prior to 2018. The coronavirus pandemic is having lingering effects on meat processing. AgriPulse's Ben Nulli has more. Meat processors are still facing ongoing labor challenges despite being back to pre-COVID processing levels. Glenn Tonzer is an economics professor at Kansas State University. He says workers are showing up, but they can't be taken for granted. There's been adjustment in where the labor is used within the facilities. So a prioritization on the animal slaughter and harvesting was rational because of the backlog on animals, and that was the initial you know, bottleneck point. But that came at the cost of labor on kind of the back end of the process of additional processing, and that continues to be a challenge. We've improved, certainly, and I think the industry deserves a lot of credit for strong improvement. That's no small task, but we still have challenges ahead of us. While the challenge of getting some employees to return to plants after fears of getting COVID-19, he argues there are other factors at play. That is on the list, but probably not the top of the list. You know, these were already fairly controlled jobs, right? Lots of food safety protocols in place that resulted in a lot of, you know, restrictions even before COVID. Certainly we've added to those restrictions, more and more PPE and so forth. I think we also need to recognize unemployment benefits, some uncertainty on COVID testing, those kind of things have evolved over time. Tonzer says on one hand, employees are being paid overtime to show up to work, but also have better than previous unemployment perks from the U.S. government. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Speaking of animal ag, the leader of a major agribusiness says carbon neutrality is in play for some cattle and hog operations in the U.S. Jeff Simmons is the president and CEO of Elanco. Speaking at this week's AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit, he said there's some places that are already working on the goal. I see cattle operations in the panhandle of Texas to pig operations in North Carolina that can be carbon footprint neutral. How? Not easy. Not one factor. We're bringing technology that's going to help that. We just recently had a, the first environmental claim out of the FDA on a product in the cattle business, but it's going to take everything. 
He says the effort will need some help from technology like bioreactors and tailored feed combinations. He says some facilities are looking to be neutral within five years, and he hopes to see other major sustainability efforts on the part of animal ag because it can't go away. The animal is a recycler for people. And the only true sustainability is with animals in it. I believe that truly. He says, among other things, sustainability efforts need to be economical for producers. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board, representing America's clean diesel replacement fuels and produced in rural communities across the country. Biodiesel, better, cleaner, now. Learn more at bettercleanernow.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, food, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.